0: hello and welcome to this week's episode of Married with a Business. I'm Craig. And I'm Allison. And we're Married with a Business. We're here to share stories and tips about not only living together at home, but living together at work some days. So that's why we're here. Uh, How was your week this week, Allison?
1: It was good. Super exciting. My parents are finally home from Florida. They're snowbirds. And because of COVID, they ended up in their home in Florida for an extended period of time, but we worked out getting them home safely and the logistics of getting them to the airport in Florida and back from the airport when they got back to New England. And so now they're home, getting their house reset back up here and trying to stay away from people for two weeks. Yeah,
0: no, getting there. They're getting their quarantine on for two weeks. So we'll see how that plays out. You know, I feel like they've, I think the two of them feel like they're caged animals right now. They just want out. I
1: think, like the rest of us, they were, you know, they had to stay in their house in Florida. It got really hot, so it was hard to go outside. And it was a lot of the same thing. And now they're doing it here, but they've got new things to do and clean and touch up. So
0: yeah, hopefully we didn't clean up his yard too much before he came back. So that'll give him something to do your father, something to do for a couple of weeks while he uh, has to stay away from people. I I gave him a list. You gave him a list. We give him a list. So Allison, this week on the show, kind of an interesting topic. We're going to talk about being adults and uh, maintaining friendships, which I think a lot of people don't ever kind of hit on as seeing sort of an important thing to think about in your life. I kind of miss my friends. Yeah, I, I hear you right now. It's really hard because we're not able to actually physically hang out with our friends in person like we used to be able to. But it's interesting because, you know, friendships as you go through time from when you're a kid to when you become, you know, a teenager and you go to college and even in your early 20s, friendships now that we're in our 40s, late 30s, early 40s, have really started to morph. And I have a feeling that they continue to do that. So it's part of part of this is just understanding how making friends, keeping friends, um, and finding new friends can be a challenge for somebody in our station in life.
1: Yeah. You know, when when you're younger, your friends are the kids you're in class with and the kids you're in sports with and the kids in the neighborhood. And then you go to high school and college and it's the people around you. It's the kids in your sorority or your fraternity or, you know, the people that you spend time with. And then you become an adult and it's the opportunity to make friends is limited. And my dad always said, well, don't worry. When you have kids, you'll make new friends. And it, I didn't think it was true. But now that the boys are in school, I'm engaging with new people because of the fact that they need to engage with other people.
0: And I think the other thing that's interesting is that. Also, making friends when you're a business owner can be challenging. I remember before I was involved in the business and I worked for companies, you know, I had a lot of friends that there were those of us are the same age and we worked together. And so we would hang out together afterwards. As a business owner, that's a little harder to do. You can't or you shouldn't as much hang out with your employees in a social setting because it definitely would affect how you think about your business. It's not saying that you can't have them over for dinner and enjoy their company at times, but it definitely puts a barrier up between making friends.
1: Yeah, we've had social engagements with people that work for us, but it's a different social interaction than it would be with our friends that we hang out with at the pool or, you know, those kind of things. And
0: I think it's interesting because w- we talk about it all the time and, like, I mean, we have one employee who's been with us for 30 years in the company and we're very close to him personally and his family but it's... it's. And it's more like in some ways that he's family, like he's business family and he's not necessarily friend. It's it's kind of an interesting dynamic when you think about it in relation to the business, as opposed to like our friends that we have that have kids at our school or we've met along the way, how we interact with them is different than the people who are employees of ours. In both cases, you know, I'll talk football with any of them. We'll talk sports or we'll talk whatever might be the common interest, but I think it's just interesting how you kind of balance or, or look at those friends and, and decide how to spend your social time As well with them. Yeah,
1: and I think that there are friends who fill certain needs in your life. We have friends who also run businesses, and it's easier to talk to them about some aspects of our life than other friends. There are some people that we interact with that we like, but they don't understand where we're coming from, and so in some ways it is hard to have an interpersonal relationship with them because they just don't understand our lifestyle. Right.
0: I think that's definitely interesting. When you think about it, because sometimes when you have a friend that doesn't own a business and they go, well, why can't you or why, what do you, you know, or, or on the opposite of it, you know, if we're not, if we do have a lot more malleability in our schedule sometimes. So maybe we are able to go do that thing on a Tuesday afternoon that not the average person who has a nine to five job can do. So it, it definitely adds a different dynamic being a business owner and trying to build friendships sometimes.
1: Yeah, you know, we have some friends who will make what comes across as snide comments and it's part it's because they don't understand or things that the in their realm and their social circle are completely appropriate to say because they're employees. But when you're looking at it from the business owner's point of view, it's hurtful.
0: I guess, you know, when you think about making friends and having friendships, Allison, in the, in the station in life that we're in now, what is what are some of the ways that you have made and retained some of the friendships that you have now?
1: Well, one of the things I do is our kids go to school or I have to pick them up. I notice a lot of times that parents come and they just stand there. They don't interact with each other. So I long ago in networking got over the fact that I have to be worried about it. So I will go up and I'll talk to anybody. One of my, our first parent friends at school was another mom who we picked up at the same time. We looked at each other and we looked at each other and didn't say anything. And so finally I went up and I said, hi, our kids are in the same class. Well, you want to be my mom friend? And she's like my best mom friend at school. Um, I find that sometimes you have to be the person who bridges the gap because everybody else is waiting for somebody else to talk to them. It's not that they're, it's not that they're cold. It's not that they're, you know, they just are afraid to take that first step.
0: Yeah. It's very much like networking when you're out there trying to build your business and talking to people. And like we talked about in the episode, when we talked about networking, it's very much about being and working a little bit outside of your comfort zone sometimes in order to do that. And, and what I think people tend to forget if it's in networking or in making friends is everybody there's nobody that's sitting there going well i'm sure there are people but there's nobody sitting there going i don't want to be i don't want to sit talk to any of these people i don't want to make any friends you know deep down i think most people want to have connections with other people yeah,
1: we had a mom last year we had a bunch of kids start new and i was dropping off and these parents looked lost and so i went up and i said hi are you guys new and they said yes and so i kind of walked them through it and she was so grateful i was the only person who talked to her you know we talked to our kids about don't Don't leave somebody out, you know, on the playground. But I think as adults, we need to remember that, too. And I am not naturally the person who wants to go up and talk to people. And even though I appear to be, I just have come to realize that it doesn't do any of us any good to just stand back.
0: Yeah, I think it's, again, it's, it's about being outside of that comfort zone and about treating people how you want to have yourself treated. And so if you're that person, if you're a new person in a situation, if you've gone into a meeting or you've gone into a place, you you want to feel comfortable there. And so trying to help those people feel comfortable is is kind of key to that. What about friendships or people that the other person doesn't feel comfortable with? So, you know, we each have our own groups of friends.
1: I feel like you need to be aware of your significant other's feelings. If there is a person that you interact with that the other person doesn't feel comfortable or doesn't like the way they talk or the way they interact, I feel like in a good give and take relationship, you have to be aware of that. You And you have to talk about it. Because there are it may be an insecurity or it may just be a fear of the way you interact with that person and how you're being perceived. I feel like we don't have a lot of that. If we have, they we've kind of flushed those friendships out over the last 20 years. Um, but I do feel like it's not you have to be respectful in, in the way you approach your significant other if there's someone you're not comfortable with and that they need to listen openly to what it is that you're saying. So you can decide, is this a relationship that's helping me grow or that's holding me back?
0: Well, and I think it's it's important to your significant other to respect their concerns about somebody. And I think that at times, people have friends that maybe the other person isn't comfortable with and being honest with your significant other of saying, Hey, this person makes me feel uncomfortable, or I don't like the way this person treats their wife or their husband. I don't like, you know, what you do as a, as a person when you're with this person. I think that those are all important conversations to be able to have in a relationship. So the key to having a good friendship with somebody is to spend time with them. But I think that you also need to balance that with when is, too much when is there too much time we have
1: we all have a finite amount of time and when you're running your own business you're trying to juggle a lot of balls and when you're spending time with your friends you need to really decide if that's valuable time and are you spending it well one of the things that we try to do is we each try to do a, a parent night out you've got a group of guys that you go out with and for this particular group a lot of them are the wives that I hang out with. So we kind of do a mom's night out or a dad's night out regularly. And I think that that's helpful for both of us to have a break from each other too.
0: Well, and I think that's, that's key because if you work in a business with your spouse or your significant other, you more than likely spend a lot of time together. I mean, we've shared this before, but Allison and I work in the same office that's about 12 by 10, and we work about five feet away from each other. We're constantly around each other. We're dealing with business stuff, you know, all the time. And then we come home, and we have to deal with home stuff all the time. And so you have to be aware of... That time that you're spending together, and that you need to understand that the other person does need a break from you sometimes. Not that I don't love you or you don't love me, it's just that sometimes we need to have that time that's our time and not the we time.
1: And it's gotta, you've gotta balance it in with the overall schedule of the work and the house and the kids and the bigger picture of what you're doing. And so we've found that. At least once a month that that's a good break for us it's nice to hear other people's point of views and interact with other people but it's got to be a good balance of it
0: well and i think that's why it's really key is if you have a group of friends or you have one or two buddies or whatever that you hang out with you need to schedule that time and you need to be transparent about your schedule it's not like the phone can ring and you'll be like hey i'm going out to hang out with the buddies like sometimes because it's a group effort to work in your own business and to work in you know at your home life sometimes it's a group effort you need to schedule that time that time that time needs to be put in a place when it's right for everybody involved right so it's i think there's a lot of times where people just go well i'm going out it doesn't matter it's what i want to do but sometimes it doesn't work that way sometimes you've got to work a little bit extra that night to get the things you didn't get done during the day or you got to take care of the kids or vice versa um, so. do you
1: ever feel like there's that you can't tell me what you and your friends talk about?
0: No, not for the most part. I mean, I'm sure there are instances or things that we've that have conversations that have been had about our wives that I wouldn't repeat to you for a couple of reasons because One, that group of friends is your group of friends as well. And two, I think there, anything else in the world, there are times when you need to let off some steam and you need to be able to say things that maybe you don't 100% mean, but you need to get them out. And so I think there are probably times where we've complained about our wives or we've complained about something. And I think most of the time it's probably harmless. You know, most of the time it's probably little things, but it allows us that, that's what that's what having those friendships are for. To say, oh, Allison's driving me crazy this week with such and such or so and so.
1: You, you got to be careful though about what about what you say about your spouse though.
0: Definitely, de- definitely. In what way? In what way do you need to be careful? Well,
1: I think that there are some people that I interact with that it's every time we talk it's constantly belittling or putting down their spouse and it affects the way other people think about your relationships with people and what in you know and your relationship with your husband and those kind
0: of things i think that you should be self aware of what you're saying because if you are if you're going out with the moms every week or whatever every other week and you're You know, and you're sitting there and you're saying the same thing over and over again about how Craig doesn't do the dishes every night after he leaves his socks at the bottom of the bed every night. Then at some point, that conversation needs to stop being with the wives. It needs to be with Craig.
1: Right. There's a difference between emotionally venting and healthy, you know, and healthy conversation. Sometimes you just need to vent and sometimes it crosses over to just complaining constantly definitely
0: something you need to think about when you are out with your friends and you're venting about your significant and i
1: don't think that i think that that's whether you have a business or not like you need to be we we as people need to be considerate of what we're saying sometimes so when now that we're adults and we have lots of things happening and it's not Friday night, and I just call up my friends and I go, hey, you want to go hang out at Dunkin' Donuts? What are some of the- Is that
0: what you used to do as a teenager? You go hang out at Dunkin' Donuts? Oh, yeah. Donuts? We,
1: go, we drive around and hang out at the Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. Oh, okay. As a
0: All teenager. Right. As a
1: teenager. As a teenager. All right. I, I jumped into business really early in my 20s, so so life changed fairly quickly for me. I didn't have some of those 20s experiences as <laughs> <that laughs> other people did. I got to go back to high school. Right. So what are the some of the ways that we work to maintain our friendships? Because we aren't seeing our friends all the time. You know, we have friends that now live all over the country and we have friends that live across town, but because of schedules, it's hard to be together like it used to be. Yeah.
0: I mean, well, one way I think that's kind of obvious that I'm sure a lot of people do is, is with group texts, you know, or group messaging with me particularly. I mean, I have like three different groups of friends and I have kind of these three, continuous, sometimes annoying, but continuous, constant group chats that are always going between, you know, a group of us that were from college together, uh, you know, a group of us that are, you know, here locally together. And we're we're kind of always got different things going on just to stay connected with each other.
1: It no longer honks like clowns when they text, though. So that's that's nice.
0: The the one group of friends I had honk, it honked like clowns every time they texted. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I think that's one way that technology has allowed us to stay connected. I mean, I think about college, and I'm I'm close friends with four or five guys, really close friends with, you know, five guys from college that we all either lived together or, you know, lived around each other in, in dorm. We're still very close now, 20 years out of college. But it, I think that I attest that to... Uh, 100% the connectivity of the world today and us being able to see each other on Facebook and have Zoom calls to hang out and have a text machine going all the time with each other where, you know, that wasn't necessarily the case 20, 30 years ago. And so all of us are all over the country. I think the closest one to us is two hours away. And so it's now it's it's kind of a different world that we live in with being able to stay connected with those friends. And
1: how about the people that are closer? How do you decide who you're going to spend your time with? With, I mean, I know we have friends that we're really close to, and then we have friends that we're kind of close to, or, or kind of acquaintances.
0: Well, right now it's only uh, what one person at a time. Is that the is that the rule with COVID? You're only allowed to hang out with so many people at a time. No, I think that you know what I've found out um, with friends, you know, locally or close friends that we go out and do things together one is it's, it is very difficult to schedule. So a lot of times now when a group of us town dads ends up going out and spending a day together or meeting together, it's usually something that we're scheduling a month in advance sometimes because of our schedule, because this one has a business trip here or the kid has a dance thing here or a baseball game there. And so that's something that definitely has, that's different now is it, it seems to be much more scheduled. And, and a lot less spontaneous than it than it used to be. Um, so that's definitely one way that we do it. And then obviously, you know, we have friends and acquaintances that we only maybe hang out with once, twice a year maybe. And I think that you get to a point where you're sitting there and you're going, wow, we haven't really had dinner with XYZ couple or I'll go, I haven't seen such and such you know, for almost a year. I should really call them and see if they want to go out sometime. And it's hard because I think some of those people you get close with, but your lives start to drift apart a little bit. And you still care deeply about them and you still want to hang around with them. But I think just life in general and sometimes differences in life, stations of life, where you are and where they may be, makes it hard for us to be able to find that time and that bonding time together.
1: Yeah, We have some my friends from high school that, are in the area that when we were in our twenties, we uh, we spent just a different amount of time with. But then we had kids, we got married and had kids before everybody else, and so it was hard because we had toddlers and they had weren't were either not married or didn't have kids yet. And now that our kids are bigger, now they have little kids, and it's hard sometimes because now our kids have different schedules than they do. Yeah, I definitely find that with them texting and mom brain, though, sometimes I feel like I've had this conversation and then I go back and realize, oh, no, it's been two weeks and I haven't replied. So I'm trying. So we try very hard to reply to the text in a timely manner. That's a polite thing to do. And I think that Luckily, most moms seem to have that same problem where they think they replied or they meant to reply and then they didn't.
0: Do you find that with with friends now or the friends that you have at, at this age? Because I'm sure, and we say all this, and I think that when you're in your 40s, you find friends different than probably when you're in your 50s and your kids are in high school or off to college and in your 60s when you're facing that retirement and so forth and so on. But do you find now that uh, you tend or you to gravitate towards the, the people who have not only like interests and in similar things, but that both of us get along with?
1: I think the friends that we have the ability to spend the most amount of time with right now, both you and I get along with both partners. We have a set of friends here that our kids were born within two weeks of each other and so they you know we're the same age we have very similar interests we have very similar backgrounds we like to do and travel the same so it's been easy we do we can knock off hanging out with friends with uh, family dinner night right because our kids like each other and they're the same age and they're doing the same thing and
0: I think that it's that's definitely shown true over the past five years or so because a lot of the people that I see us hanging out with groups individually are also those same groups that come together a lot and hang out and have you know the big new year's eve party or fourth of july party or whatever it might be is also the same like okay i'm going out with those four guys and you're going out with those four moms yeah
1: and our the things that we are doing together overlap either between town sports or school um because a lot of our kids our kids don't go to school with a lot of the people in our town area just
0: a, a couple of quick ideas to put out so say you are in a place in your life where you're very similar to Alice and I you're in your you're in your 30s 40s you own a business there's a lot of time that you've put into it and you feel like a friendship or friendships are missing in your in your life Allison what are some ways what are some action items that people can take to try to better themselves with friends
1: I think that If you're somewhere where you are interacting with people on a regular basis, just go up and talk to them and introduce yourselves. And, you know, if you're – if it's like I did, literally say, do you want to be my mom friend? Um, Who doesn't want to hang out and drink wine with somebody fun? (laughs) 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 And And you – if it's a school relationship, you already have a built-in, like, something to start your conversation. And then if it doesn't go from there, it doesn't go from there. That ha- That's happened to me, too.
0: I think the other thing you could do is look at uh, look at some of those people that you used to have good connections with that you may not have talked to in a while or connected with in a while, be it local or not, and connect with them. Send them that tech me- text message. Give them a call. Drop them a Facebook post.
1: It warms people's hearts and... M- gives people sometimes that jumping off point for you to reach out and say hey i just want to let you know i was thinking about you um because i'm sure we all think about people that we sometimes don't even let them know and it makes people feel good to know that someone is thinking of them and it gives you an in to reconnect with somebody don't feel awkward because you know what what's the worst that's going to happen they're going to be like okay that's weird
0: yeah and I think we all should—you should be comfortable with where you're at in life, that if one person says that, it's not a big deal.
1: Yeah, you have to have—you know, it's not having a thick skin. It's just if you knew them once, you might know them again. And if you can't rebuild a relationship, what's the worst that's going to happen? You've let somebody know that you were thinking about them, and that's going to have made them feel special. You do for somebody else what you hope somebody would do for you. I wanted somebody our first day of school to walk up to me and say, hi, you're new. Do you have any questions? So that's what I did for somebody else.
0: Yeah, definitely. Go out there. Try to be outside of your comfort zone. Talk to somebody. Connect with somebody that maybe you haven't connected to in a while. Well, thanks for joining us this week. Please like subscribe and follow us on social media, Twitter and Instagram at biz You can find us on Facebook married with a business. I hope that you continue not only to work on your business, but to also work on your marriage and your friendships. And remember we're married with a business. Thanks. See you next week.